This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 463, comic reviews for the week of Wednesday, March 29th. Welcome to Comic Shenanigans. This is episode 463. It's our comic reviews episode for the week of uh, Wednesday, March 22nd. Uh, So a lot of comic books that came out. Um, Some of the highlights that I did not get a chance to read uh, include some of the following. And I actually should say I have your host, Adam Chapman, in case we haven't been formally introduced. Um, Some of the books I did not get a chance to read this past week that I will not be discussing on this podcast include uh, new issues of Amazing Spider-Man Renew Your Vows, Batgirl, Batman B. Beyond, Black Panther, Blue Beetle, Darth Maul, Deathstroke, Extraordinary X-Men, Fool Killer, Hulk, Invincible Iron Man, Rocket Raccoon, Spider-Gwen, Suicide Squad, Flash, Ultimates 2, Unworthy Thor, can't believe I missed that, how'd that happen, and Uncanny Inhumans. Um, that brings up the question, just what did I get a chance to read? That's a great question. Um, so first up this week we have Action Comics 976. Uh, this is the last chapter of Superman Reborn. I gotta say... I felt like it really ended with a bit of a thud. The the reveal of Mitzelplik was cool. The whole idea of the uh, kind of the red energy and the blue energy, I'm not a big fan there. Obviously, it's kind of an interesting throwback to the idea of Superman red, Superman blue, but the fact... I feel like they've just gone so confusing with this, because before it seemed like it made sense. You had the New 52 universe, and then we found out that the pre-New 52 universe you know, continued unabated, and then some of those characters were abducted, brought to Convergence, and then eventually folded back in to the New 52 universe, and that's where they were living. And then when the New 52 versions of the characters died, we got to see what happened to the pre-New 52 versions. And now that they've cut their trying to have their cake and eat it too and be like, well, the New 52 happened, but we want to acknowledge previous continuity at the same time, which is a bit of a weird continuity boondoggle. And, you know, hardcore kind of DC purists are just like so happy to see the pre-New 52 versions of the characters return that they're like, you know what, fuck it, let's just go with it. Uh, Because they want it so bad, Uh, even when it doesn't always make sense and when it doesn't always fit, especially with characters like Wally West, where it really doesn't fit the more they try to kind of horseshoe it in. And so this issue just felt like it was... Overly long, um, more Mitzipli garbage. Not garbage, but it was just a lot of gobbledygook that didn't really add up to anything or mean anything. And again, the energy of the characters and the fact that like now everything that happened happened and the memories and experience of all of all are kind of all there. And I think it just it, it makes it more convoluted and asks, asks more questions, kind of like Convergence did, uh, as opposed to actually giving real answers that make sense. Um, and that's very frustrating. And again, I also just miss the, I miss Superman shorts, but, uh, like, yeah, I, I don't know. This just bugs me. Um, so it just, it was trying to do a lot and did it really achieve anything? I don't even know. It's written by Dan Jorgens, artwork by Doug Monk, or I don't even know how you pronounce it correctly. Um, it's not a bad issue. It's just... The whole using bits of plick, I'm not a fan of. I felt like we got four issues here, and it could have been a lot shorter. Um, it felt like confusing, kind of weird. Um, again, a lot of like weird decisions that were made. I'm not, uh, I'm not super on board. The artwork was nice. The, the the storytelling was relatively fair and concise. I just didn't really like some of the directions it went in. I'm gonna give it, uh, I guess, a six. Not my favorite cup of tea. Next up is Captain America Steve Rogers, which continues to be really enjoyable and interesting. Uh, artwork by Jesus Says, and it's written by Nick Spencer. Uh, this was great, uh, getting more of a sense of, of more of Captain America's history. Uh, we have the, you know, kind of um, 
Hydra being put together again, which only bugs me because I feel like we get this every few years, the same type of thing, especially with having, you know, Viper and uh, the Kraken and um, uh, the Gorgon and uh, the Hive. And, like, all these people have been part of this before, and it just feels like in a lot of ways we're just seeing what we've already seen in, in, in the past as opposed to really giving us something that feels new and exciting. Um, the idea of, you know, developing more of the storyline about this planetary defense shield and, and uh, Captain America kind of, again, getting great insights into his past um, was really interesting and a great kind of ending here, which is going to lead up to what we're going to see in the next issue. We're going to see more of uh, Cap and the Skull's kind of first real meeting in the uh, kind of post Kobuk reality. Um, I really like this. I thought it was really interesting. Uh, it continues to be really solid. I think that if you were to take all the past installments that kind of form this new reality and put them into one long issue, just being that being the new kind of origin of Captain America, I think it'd be an absolutely thrilling and exciting comic. Um, the flashbacks are, uh, you know, have a real good, consistent sense of tone, and it's just great. I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. It's fantastic. Uh, maybe, you know what, I'm going to give it a little bit better. I think it's maybe an 8.5. Like, it's, Nick Spencer's done such a solid job with the book. Um, you know, he takes a, a premise which, on the face of it, seems so one-note, and yet has added so many different uh, layers uh, and elements to it that it's it's really something else. And I, uh, you know, a year ago, if you'd said, "Hey, this is going to be, you know, a thrilling story and it's still going on," I would have been like, "I don't know." I could see still going on, but is it still thrilling? Like I, I would have been skeptical. And it's been great. Uh, next up is Detective Comics nine fifty three by uh, James Tynan the fourth. Artwork by let's see, Christian Duce and Fernando Blanco. Um, great art, really solid storytelling. Uh, first of all, the art's great. There's so much going on. There's, you know, Cassandra trying to understand why she was left, um, why her mom didn't want her, uh, you know, taking on Batman, etc. We have Batman dealing with, you know, his issues with with uh, Cassandra. We have uh, uh, some great stuff with uh, Clayface and uh, with Batwoman. Um, and, like, she's really hurt and badly. And then we have Roswell Gould showing up at the end. Like, this just felt like it was just packed with action and excitement and intrigue and a lot of good character moments as well. This was a really well-paced, well-put-together book. Uh, give it an 8 out of 10. Uh, next up after Detective Comics is Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps, which I finally got caught up on. And I just thought this was kind of okay. Um, it just... I don't know. It just feels like I don't really know what's going on, and I don't even know if the writers at times know what's going on. It's written by, who is it, Robert Venditti. Um, our work by Ethan Van Skyver, who is amazing, so I got no problems with the art. It just, you know, last issue was the big kind of fight sequence between Arkillo and Guy, and that definitely felt cool. And then we, get, we go back to Hal and, um, and Kyle, and Kyle trying to, I guess, restore hope to the galaxy, um, doing some sort of weird thing, using Saint Walker as, like, an antenna, and it's, it doesn't end up working, and instead, there's, like, a weird sequence of all these other things happening, um, which I thought, like, Atrocitus was, not Atrocitus, um, yeah, Atrocitus was dead, so I don't know what's going on, not Atrocitus, what's his name? Uh, why can't I... Yeah, I know it is Atrocitus. I was thinking Atrocitus and Arkillo, which was which. Atrocitus is, I guess, alive. I thought the Red Lanterns weren't around anymore. And something with Barry and Hope and even uh, Mr. Oz is seeing stuff. Like, I just I don't know what's going on. And then we have Hal, uh, sorry, Hal, Kyle becoming a Green Lantern again. But 
having the costume from the 90s, which I'm not a huge fan of, and it was very of its time, but I loved Kyle's costume from his like the end of his era as the Soul Green Lantern. I've always thought that was an amazing costume. It just looks so cool. This one, I don't know, it just feels like a weird step backwards for the character. Uh, the issue was looks great. I thought, writing-wise, it was kind of lackluster. Uh, so I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10. You know, still like a readable book. It's just, is it that great? No. Um, next up is Iron Fist number 1, which I really dug. Um, it's written by Ed Brisson and artwork by Mike Perkins. Mike Perkins, it looks like he was born for Iron Fist. Like, this is, first of all, at times he almost has, like, a, a Brian Hitch style of, you know, realism. But um, this was just a really gritty, hard-hitting, amazing book about this guy who's lost and doesn't know what to do next. And um, this was this, this was amazing. Um, it really was. Like, I, I didn't know what to expect. And obviously they were going to launch a new Iron Fist book right around the time of the uh, the TV series, but this was excellent. Uh, I'm going to give this a 9 out of 10. I thought it was solid all the way through. I think it was the, the most solid book I read this week. Uh, and that's saying something up against Captain America. It was so well done. Uh, just really great. And uh, next up is... Um, I guess it's the last issue of, uh, of, of uh, The Prowler. Written by Sean Ryan, artwork by Javier Salteres. Um, I like this. My problem with it is it doesn't really say anything or do anything. You have a weird kind of... Feels like a very one-sided conversation with Peter Parker and Hobie Brown. And all of it is what Hobie is thinking of. Ways he could end up, what could happen to his life. And it ends on such a down, sad note. Um, which I guess, in theory, if the artwork had looked brighter, it could have also been a sense of possibility of hope. But that's not how I read it. And and maybe that's what Sean Ryan was going for, but it felt more like it was a sad, you know, ending to this guy who you'd think that him being back to life should be a positive, but instead it was just kind of a sadness. And again, maybe that's just how I read it, and maybe that's not how it was meant, but it definitely comes off that way. Um, I like it. I'm going to give it a six, though, just because I thought it didn't really give you anything new. It didn't really establish anything. And as the last issue, I felt like I needed to give you more. Um, especially because the last issue was kind of it anyway. Because now we have like him alive again, but not having learned the lessons and the you know the tribulations of before he died, like of the clone. Because the clone had so much, and it was so, such a, a solid bit of development. And just kind of have an end here it feels like. It just feels like a, a missed opportunity in some way. Uh, taking a look at what comes, what's coming out on March 29th, or yesterday as we speak, um, we have uh, new issues, Avengers 5.1, I think all new X-Men, uh, Booster Gold and the Flintstones special, uh, Dark Knight 3, The Master Race number 8, new issue of Ghost Rider, Green Lantern Space Ghost special, uh, Infamous Iron Man, Inhumans Prime, Justice League of America, Man-Thing, Occupy Avengers, Old Man Logan, Resurrection, Free Previews, Spotlight, uh, Star-Lord, Spider-Woman, which was great, that's the only one I've read so far, Commandy Challenge number 3, Mighty Captain Marvel number 3, Thunderbolts, Titans Annual, and X-Men Prime. So, uh, some, uh, some good stuff 
that we'll be talking about on our next reviews episode. Uh, as for the next non-reviews episode, we have a conversation with David Banks, who's kind of the, the guru, the uh, godfather of comic book binding. Uh, the week following, coming out on April 7th, we'll have a fantastic almost two-hour conversation with Doug Mensch, which I think you're really going to dig. Uh, coming after that, I believe it's a conversation with Alex Saviak. Then we have a conversation with Adam Glass. Then uh, I think Eric Larson. Then I think it's the Guardians of the Galaxy 2 movie episode. Um, we're going to have conversations coming up this summer with, uh, let's see, Graham Nolan, Chuck Dixon... Um, who else? Brian Wood. I'm very excited about that. Uh, Chip Zdarsky, uh, I believe uh, Jose Villaruba, uh, colorist, uh, I think much later or maybe in May. Um, hopefully we're going to be having Mike Martz on the show as well. He's the uh, co-founder, I believe, and editor of um, the Aftershock line of comics. So some really great stuff as we enter into our uh, summer interview series. And uh, the ramp up to issue 500 is coming. Uh, I believe we're taking a brief break just at the end of July. There'll be a, a, I think, between episode, I guess, 499 and 500, there might be like a break or two. Um, Or I think 480, I think we're going to have 498, we're going to come back with 499, which is going to be two weeks worth of comics, and then hit episode 500. So I'm already looking far ahead because uh, somehow I've already got every episode kind of planned out. Uh, up until 500, which is almost unheard of. I've never been able to plan it 35 episodes in in advance, or 36 episodes in advance, but um, this year it just kind of worked out that way. So, uh, thank you for joining me for this episode of Comic Shenanigans. You can email me at comicshenanigans at gmail.com, like the show on Facebook, rate and review us on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and also listen to us on Stitcher. Thanks again for listening. We'll catch you next time, and make sure to download the conversation with David Banks coming out tomorrow, March 31st. Thanks, and uh, we'll catch you next time on Comic Shenanigans. Bye-bye.